Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Scenes, we see you fam original series. I'm your host, Okun, and today we have a special guest, a young legend in the making who overcame the obstacles of quarantine to film and release her new show. Tamika Briscoe is a writer, director, and the creator of the new series, QT, which was filmed entirely over Zoom and FaceTime. Welcome, Tamika. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Thanks for that beautiful welcome. Oh, yeah. No, of course. No, I think I think you're doing something that's really, like, innovative. Like, I feel like, speaking of, of overcoming, like, you know, you overcame a huge kind of hurdle with, uh, you know, filming a full series over, you know, quarantine and over Zoom and everything. Like, you know, in your words, can can you help, you know, describe exactly what what QT is and, and how it came to be and everything sure, like that? Absolutely. So QT is something that I I'm a writer and director, producer, executive producer. So I'm always doing some kind of project, be it working on one of my own projects or being hired to consult on others or um, I'm just always working in this realm of, you know, creative projects. So being in LA, if you're not from LA or if you don't live in LA, you, one of the biggest things out here, I say it often, is you're only as relevant as your last project. Like that's the first thing that people want to know when they see you like at an industry event first thing is what are you working on what are you working on what are you working on Mm, so um being in quarantine that was one of my um i i i I had apprehension about that like wow like i had already my biggest project that i had planned to do was going to be in july because i was going to frame it around my birthday it was going to be my first stage play so i was Mm. so excited spent the top of the year preparing to put on a stage production, a sold out stage production in July. So as quarantine hit slowly but surely, and we've been totally optimistic and we remain optimistic, like, oh, okay, this is going to be over by then. Okay, this is going to be over by then. Oh, this yeah. is definitely over by July. Yeah. You know what I mean? As it starts getting closer to that, that seemed like that wasn't going to happen. Um, so I go to one church, um, L.A., and my pastor had said, some of you guys are going to have to fast, a media fast, like, you know, like, because this thing is, you know, trying the pandemic and the numbers going to get scary. And you know what I mean? It is hard to really watch and, and still feel calm and have faith and things like that. So what ended up happening, I thought that when I heard that, I was like, that can't be my word because I'm literally, I have a master's degree in journalism. So news is a huge Mm. part of what I do. But I found up obsessing, like watching the news nonstop, like pandemic, quarantine, corona. It was just insane. So I put my fast for 10 days. um, And during the fast, so I fasted from all social media, which again, I'm literally now fasting from social media just for a week uh, because every now and then I just unplug. You have to. Um, huge on that. But this time I did a whole bunch of things. I was like, okay, for the next 10 days, no social media, no TV at all, um, no eating between a block of hours, and um, probably a couple other things, no alcohol, obviously, you know, stuff like that. So yeah. um, 
during that silence, uh, during that silence of the fast, God put it in my spirit to do a, a web series in quarantine. Like, but it wasn't supposed to be like TikTok video. I knew it was supposed to be like to use my real talent, like write a script and you are going to, you know, find a way to, to do it um, remotely. I literally yeah. never in my life had any experience with that or thought about it, but that's literally how it all came together. Like I was fasting. God gave me that vision and, and idea. And then I just reached out to like some really talented people that I, you know, my team, like, how can we do this remotely? And wow. it has been truly remarkable. Like my DP is a genius. Cause I mean, I've worked with him in past projects in person with him being, being the DP, but to literally be able to bring that vision the same, you know, I mean, obviously it's not the same because, you know, we're using phones and um, technology, but yeah, he, he he's smart. He can tell you like, okay, bring your light to this side. Okay. No, you always want to make sure this, this is lit and you want to uh, hold your camera at a 45 degree angle and you want to do this and you want to do that. So, and the actors are brilliant. Like everything just came together and it continues to be, it, we only get, we only get better as we continue to put out more content because we, we know it now and it's very efficient. I almost, mm -hmm. I'm excited to move back to traditional production, but I'm spoiled by this process. Like really, but what about it? What part? Every single part of it. First of all, most of the time I can just wear pajamas and you know, <laughs> True, right. cool. um, yeah. But it's a real, it's, it's, it's like any other production that, that you do. Like we have table reads, we have rehearsal, we do blocking, I do wardrobe um, approvals. I mean, it's every single part of production um, that you would normally have. It's just we're all done virtually. Wow. So, so at what part of, of the court, like quarantine did this like start um, getting I got put the together? First. It, and then it took me about a and, and then the we dropped the the first episode i want to say may 10th or something around that time it was very very early to so is it about six weeks to six seven weeks to really wow. cast everyone you know get the scripts in order and um and shoot, and the cool thing about it is that it's playing out in real time. Like our storyline is generally six weeks out from where we actually are in real life. Mm. And I like to keep that little buffer just so that we can, you know, it's so we can't say it's playing out in real time, but it's it's close. It's close to real time. But um, so we can see a little bit of what's happening before we just, you know, because if you do you remember when this first hit? I I definitely can't forget because I got so many condolences. I think I know what you're going to say. Oh, okay, no, maybe not. The governor, when the governor uh, initially projected that more than half of Californians would get it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. And so many people texted me. They were so concerned and they were like, oh, oh yeah. God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, first of all, don't put that on me. Even if half yeah. of them get it, that don't mean me. Like, you right. know. But, you know, obviously those projections were crazy wrong. Thank God. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what, what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were, there was a, there was a scene in, um, and it's like, it's, 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 I feel bad because it's like the total opposite of where you actually went, but 
<laughs> I thought uh, I, I thought you were going towards the, uh, the toilet paper thing. <laughs> oh no! Now that was crazy. No. Yeah. Well, yeah that too, funny. like it was just you try to bring in those scenes of like what is going on, like in real time. Yeah. Even though at the time that you saw that you weren't having a toilet paper shortage, but you certainly were close enough within a, the last few weeks that you did experience that. Did right. You uh, issues trying to find toilet paper? Uh, I I think I I think it was like right before quarantine. Uh, yeah. Like before the stay at home order, like I started hearing like rumbles and stuff. Like you know what I mean? Like it was, it was kind of being buried in the news. So I I kind of just like did a little bit of shopping like right before it was like Mark. super Mark. serious. So I was okay. Oh, so that's good. No, I wasn't. I had to actually have uh, toilet paper mailed to me from out of town. I had to pay a friend to ship. Yeah, so the box, oh, itself, wow. the box itself was like $50. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. crazy. I mean, it was a big pack and it lasted us until people stopped being crazy about it. But we never completely ran out. But, you know, we were down to the last few rolls and I couldn't find it anymore. <laughs> so right, was, right. I had to get it from out of state. Isn't that crazy? No, that's 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 nuts. Um, yeah, no, we've, it's just been so much that's gone you know, that's happened in these past, like, you know, six, seven months. Um, and it's dope to see, like, you know, how a lot of it, like you said, reflects into the series. Are you writing it with a team or is there, like, how how big is your writing team or is it just you? It, it's, well, I have a story consultant, um, you know, and, and really I have two uh, co-executive producers. So I always run ideas by them. You know what I mean? Say, this is where I'm thinking get their feedback and then I just write the episode so yeah and we characters are so dope they write themselves it's just super easy for me like by the time I usually just um route like all the characters and just what's going on with them this this week you know and how 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 their worlds intersect and it's probably one of the easiest things to write for me really man (laughs) There's there's one like to get a little little uh you know you're talking about how things intersect like the game night episode like I thought I thought it was gonna I thought it was gonna blow up a little like I thought it was gonna blow up on on uh on that Zoom meeting yeah but I, I like how it probably would have but everybody kind of yeah. held together for that reason but I, I like I liked how it how it played out though like you know what I mean all like the different storylines that kind of played out after that like. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really dope show. Um, how much of, of are, are the characters based on like people in your real life or like, you know what I mean? Like how you grew up and stuff like that? Um, no, that's a great question. Um, I would say if any, uh, any of the characters were based on anything, most of them are based on different um personality traits that I have. I don't want to say personalities that I have. Mm. No, I get <laughs> I get different personalities, traits surrounding yeah, or just, you know, or just different. I mean, so that's like myself, like for instance, Aaron and Janelle, like how seriously they take, especially at, at the beginning, how seriously they yeah. take it. Like I literally did not leave my house maybe once a month to go to the grocery store. And I was right there with you. People, my friends hated me. They were just like yeah. You're doing yeah. too much, bro. Like you gotta, yeah. like and, my and friends were. I, uh, I know people like Princess and Princess characters who will go to kickbacks 
And again, I become like Janelle in that moment and I'm being preachy about, you know, such and such. So like a lot of the characters yeah. are greatly influenced by my beliefs and, and other uh, beliefs that I see surrounding this pandemic. And that's where it comes from. Whereas in many of my other uh, stories, it will be like, okay, this one was like about my ex or this one may be about yeah. my relationship or, you know what I mean? But this is truly just about the attitude surrounding the pandemic and people just trying to live, you know, have some kind of normalcy within this new normal. Um, we're all craving that, like, what does it look like? So it's a lot of fun to explore these stories. Is this your first, um, like, TV, like kind of like series, like series? For sure, for sure. I've done pilots with every intention to come a, a weekly series, but it will slip through the cracks for whatever reason, you know how that is. But um, that was kind of around the time when, when, when the pandemic hit. You know how it is when you start the new year, you have like all these goals and you just know like, oh, man. so I was already known, yeah, 2020 vision. And I feel, feel, you know what I mean? Like, we were yeah. all on that. Yeah. No. So um, I knew that this would be the year that I would be putting out projects. Uh, but I didn't know that it would be a project that I had never uh, previously conceived. Until. That's, so, that's so dope for your first project. It's like the like the most innovative thing that, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. can be done under these circumstances. Like, that's that's Thank so you. that's so dope. Yeah. I appreciate uh, that. And, I, and it's a shout out to my team, especially because, you know, I'm not an island and it really takes a lot of talented people to pull this off. And what I appreciate most about how QT is, is that I think anyone can, you know, virtually anyone could do a quarantine show. It's not, I'm not brilliant in that regard, but my team is brilliant in how, at the level of quality that it is executed, you know? So not only definitely. is it, quarantine show that anyone can do like you can tell that there's it's a serious production these are serious actors they they're present you know we have the music you know a brilliant editor and dp like and, and good writing you know so but all just comes together so that it can really rival like some of the shows you watch on tv and you can really get into it like anything else you're watching and For i think that's been to a great team you know and i'm so thankful for real, and that's why that's why I started with uh, a, a a young legend in the making because you know oh, what I mean. Like I feel like because <laughs> I feel like I feel like you know what I mean. Like that's like I I don't keep up with this show a lot, but um um you know it has like a insecure like People you know what I mean that like yeah Easter yeah that's, like I and I agree and I'm I'm very humbled. By by that compliment like that is a huge compliment i've worked with isa before and she's amazing and she has all my respect and admiration and definitely look forward to seeing what opportunities lie ahead um with collaborations or you know future collaborations like i said we have in the past i've done some stuff uh for, for online sure. platform yeah for so sure. that i'm hearing that because i love that show i don't <laughs> <laughs> No, I think the comparison is definitely uh, it's definitely valid. Um, something that I that that you mentioned that I I wanted to like circle back to uh, was that you said you have a, a master's in journalism, right? 
Yep. Yeah. Like tell, tell me about like your journey as like a writer. Like where did that passion start? Like, you know, how did it transform into what it is today? Yeah. Thanks for that. Ever since I was a little girl, I would say 10 years old, I knew that I wanted to be a writer. Um, and I knew I wanted to be a Hollywood writer. I didn't really even know what that meant, but I just knew like that I was supposed to be here. Like even when yeah. I watched award yeah. shows, like growing up, I always would watch never from a, a standpoint of a fan. It would always be from a perspective of I'm supposed to be there. I'm going to be there one day. Mm. Um, so knowing this, I've just always just excelled like in English and, you know, it was just a natural route for me to go to school to, 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 to be a writer. And, and the thing about my college is that I didn't take the traditional route of going to college, like at 18, like everyone else, I was one of those fast tail behind that needed to have my privacy and my independence, even though I didn't even really have much going on. <laughs> But I just wanted to be grown. Like, I was really, like, I yeah. think I probably wanted to be grown since I was born. Like, I can't wait till I'm a girl. <laughs> so I jumped out there, got a yeah. job, had a good job, like a federal government job in D.C. Oh, nice. And, you know, I did the route of working and going to school part-time. And then, so, you know, when you do it that way, you lose incentive if you're not super motivated, which I wasn't at the time. So I ended up having a couple kids then going back to school and finally finishing up and but I did it like an you know, I did associate bachelor's master's all from like you know wow. great university I mean great institutions I mean I, I had I, a community college obviously for the associates but I, I graduated from Bowie State University which is the HBCU in Maryland and then I went to the University mm-hmm. of Maryland in College Park which is one of the top um, journalism schools uh, in the country. So, but I did it like in a whirlwind, like in a period of four years. And, um, but by then, by the time I got my master's, I knew I was moving to LA to be a Hollywood writer, but I just wanted to have a degree to kind of get me a, a job that I thought would be more practical, but I still didn't end up getting any journalism jobs because it's LA and everybody has a degree in something. Who cares? Yeah. What up? <laughs> what what was that like period where you said like you did everything like kind of back to back in such like a, a fast paced time? Like, what do you think like, like what inspired that like ambition, that motivation to go like as hard as you did at that point? My children um, at the time, my son, my ten, my son was 10 years old and he asked, um, he, he's an actor, both of my kids, both of my kids are actors and entertainers. He asked, could we, we move to LA so he can pursue his, and he was 10. Like I was when I knew I wanted to be a Hollywood writer. So yeah. it was just, it, just it was like a full circle moment. Um, and I said, okay, let me just go to grad school. And after that, we'll be on the first thing smoking to LA. And, and we did, because I figure I'm, I've always been one to like really take chances and risks because I figured that with my circumstances, which was that I'm a single mother with two kids, I'm going to be that if I'm in, LA. I'm going to be that if I'm in DC. I'm going to be that if I'm anywhere in the world. So why not be a single mom in LA and, and chase my dreams? No, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I think um, I think that's a rare trait. Like I think I hope I, I hope you 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 recognize that um, and that that's like a special thing. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people 
might have that same belief. And I think that, you know, and I was going to say that earlier about the, about your series where you were saying like, um, you don't feel like you're necessarily more brilliant than anyone else or whatever um, in, in putting it together. But I think um, the difference is like, everyone, it, you're right. Like ideas are a dime a dozen, but I think, you know, it's that ambition and the execution that, that changes yeah changes everything I so that. i receive that thank you i have to get better with receiving compliments too um, yeah, no, I, it comes from it's like always like oh, that. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, yeah. anything but me yeah, but no yeah. thank you for that i totally receive that and and i'm proud of that that is uh, something i'm super proud of because um for the kind of person that i am like especially black i second isa i'm rooting for everybody black like uh yeah. and and to take it a step further, not only am I rooting for everyone black, I am hoping and, and, and believe I'm believing that everybody black can be excellent. You know what I mean? But it's the execution, the execution. Yeah. And we have kind of adapted to this mentality of being self-made or being independent and also being strong, whatever that is. Like I've changed my relationship with the word strength because um obviously you know we we want to be strong but certain things we shouldn't have to be strong about like you know poverty we shouldn't have to be strong through poverty we need to be strong enough to pull ourselves out uh so i mean we shouldn't be strong and withstand poverty we should be strong enough to pull ourselves out you know what i mean so i've kind of changed my relationship with the word strength so yeah i just believe anybody can do it and i'm hoping more of us will do it so when I say that, it's just like an open invitation, like, hey, guys, like, if I can do it, you can do it. But first thing we have to do is break that mentality of thinking that we have to do it alone or be self-made and independent. You need a team. You need a team. Like, and start with who, who you have. Start with your household. My daughter is in, in QC. That's my daughter, um, the one that plays Trinity. Oh, for real? That's, yeah. that's, that's awesome. <laughs> so that's I was going to ask that. Yeah. You. Thank you so much. Um, so yeah, we, we we're, we're right here. Like use what you have and, and go from there and be great. And if you don't believe me, like just look at all. Tyler Perry is a billionaire, homeless yeah. to billionaire. No, it didn't happen overnight. And clearly that road wasn't easy, but all things are possible. I'm a woman of faith and I just, I know that all things are possible. So that's what keeps me going. And, and that's what fuels me to, see my people do it. Like, come on guys, let's do it. What are you doing? What are you doing? But I get why so many of us don't though. Yeah, for sure. For like, sure, especially. The Rocky movies and you know, when you're against the ropes and you get tore up, you know what I mean? At some point you do want to throw away, you know, throw in the towel. Yeah, and definitely. And, and not only that, I feel like, like we're like, things happen so quickly that we forget how like things kind of were like literally five years. So I graduated, I graduated college. Right. And, or no, not graduate. I was in college. Okay. Um, I was an English major uh, in college. Oh, okay. Yeah. Writing was writing is definitely one of my passions as well. But at, at 18, I didn't realize that like, it was a passion that I didn't want to put into a corporate environment. You know what I mean? Like I, it was like, Agreed. Yeah, like the corporate part, like suck, suck the 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 passion life out of you. Oh, anybody, 
Yeah. It's a vampire. If that's not your passion, if you love it, then you love it. But if a creative, yeah, I feel the same way. So I have and most people I know that are, are, yeah, never gonna, yeah, it's not meant to be. An artist is not meant to be in a corporate job. It it takes something out of you every day. And I feel like I, I have that experience. Like when I went and wrote my first book, and I um it was a novel and I had a huge book release party. I'm signing autographs. It was a huge turnout. It was amazing. And my books, I, I still sell that book to this day. I get random checks right. from Amazon and it's amazing. But um, I went to go back to work. This was, it happened on the Saturday work Monday morning in a corporate job. Like, and I just felt mm. like a fraud where I felt like the story was over. And my relationship with corporate America has never been the same since then. I mean, I'll right. take a job if I needed to over the to to make ends meet, but I I don't like it. I don't care what it is. If it's not yeah. passion, if it's not writing and creating and directing and telling stories on the way I want to tell them, like yeah, it's not. Yeah, on to the next. Exactly. Yeah, but but um, but to your point of just like you know, we need a we need a like you understanding like why people might not be able to you know, to, to jump in that so easily. Like, yeah, like I remember I was in college and, and this is 2014 and I'm just like trying to make it make sense of like, man, like I, my passion doesn't align with corporate, whatever, whatever. But in 2014, like the amount of like the access to representation of like, of seeing that things were possible were so much slimmer, you know yeah. what I mean, than, yeah. than what they are now. So I think part of, of, of that, that growth and in, in jumping into um, you know, more people jumping into these like ownership roles and, and roles doing things of their passions, like is that representation, like you know what I mean, that we're finally seeing. You but are. it wasn't it wasn't like that five years ago. Yeah, no, I I, I certainly I'm glad you, you said that because I was certainly gonna follow up with that question to ask you to clarify what you meant by representation. Because when you hear that, especially in this town, you always think that means like breaking into Hollywood, like the traditional route. Mm. And yeah. you you pleasantly surprised me um, by saying exactly what I feel like. The issue that many have with getting um, getting their careers launched is they don't do anything. They're waiting to, for somebody to give them a shot. Give yourself the shot. Bet on yourself. That is the blueprint now. Like, I, I mean, sure... I could name people that have made it like by, you know, coming out here, getting an agent, getting booked, doing this and the other. But I can tell you far more people that have bigger success by writing their own content, casting themselves, getting it going. You know what I mean? Like, so there's really no excuse other than um, you're waiting when you really shouldn't be waiting. There's uh, what are you waiting for? Right. When you first, when you first moved here, um, was that, a mentality that you kind of already had or did you have to grow into that? I had to grow into that. Like I, I moved here thinking that, you know, praying, networking and, and my relationship with networking has changed. You know what yeah. I mean? That was where I, I met you at one of few events that I, I'd been to probably in the last year. Like, because I, you know, you get jaded. I moved out here in 2014, right after I finished grad school. So that's kind of funny. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I did all that. I did all that early networking and trying to um, be friends and doing free work on people's projects. 
and some of them are are flourishing now but do you think they come and they look back and say hey you know whatever happened to that that girl that helped me you know what I mean like it's so I just kind of told most of the people in my life that for for 2020 networking is not going to be like my thing putting in the work is going to be my thing for 2020 because Mm -hmm. I think that I mean when you're networking literally you collect cards and you may or may not call but when you when you're putting in the work that becomes your calling card you know what I mean if I could go check out my such and such that gets me a lot further than, hey, it's nice to meet you. Um, you know, what are you drinking? You know, can I grab you a, a beer? You know what I mean? Like, no. Yeah, yeah. This is the way. This is your calling card. This is your, this is how you network. Do the work. Yeah, no, that's, that's real. That's real. I, I feel like I've, I've had that same um, uh, uh, hesitation with networking where it just feels so cold and it just reminds me of corporate. And, you know, like, like, like you said, like, you know, um, like I've worked cor- corporate jobs as well, but it's just like, man, there's just something that that's definitely missing, um, outside of that passion. Um, before this, what was, what were some of the other projects you, you had been, you had worked on or built? Like you mentioned the book, like what are some yeah, of the other well, things that you, you created? Yep. I, I mean, and I did do some journalism, um, and articles and blogs. I wrote for a magazine for a very long time. And I also, um, I also did a documentary that I need to go back to. But the funny thing is, um, I will caution people because on one hand, like I'm so do it, do it, do it. So I did it, but I had no skills at the time. So I ended up like tanking a lot of money into trying to film my own. I mean, I thought it would be just a man, a, a matter of at the time going in and buying all these expensive cameras. But I didn't know that I needed to buy separate audio. So I did this whole documentary with the camera mic. Oh God, oh. I'm so humiliated when I think about it. So it's the perfect example of a beautiful concept, cool story, but, but completely useless. So for that, because I consider that as well as um, another failed project. I, any projects that I have that didn't quite make the cut, I consider my film school since I technically didn't go to film school. I'm a journalist right, right. turned filmmaker. So, you right. know, when I lose these projects I just chalk it up to that was film school like I would have spent that on film school and now I have to feel like I know I don't play with audio like even there's a scene that we're shooting um now with the current episode and my first instinct is oh that's gonna be an audio nightmare like I didn't know that when I first did my first project so um so yeah and I like I said mostly when I came to LA, I've been writing. So it wasn't even the producer mindset. That was not even an option for me uh, when I, in 2014. That literally recently became a, a, a thing for me about within the last two years. When I saw like, you can really be in LA and end up moving and paying twice the rent that you can pay, like even if you move to the next state over and not have any project and nothing to show for it and your career is no closer to going anywhere because you don't have a project. So I can sit and play this game and wait on somebody to A, discover me or B, come back for me because I help them. <laughs> and neither of those things tend to be happening very fast or I could just do something myself. So, um, But the cool thing about the way that I did it, I thank God because I'm unlike many that I've seen on these panels, 
um, the first thing that they say is they 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 did a project, it was dope, and then they didn't know what was next. For me, considering the fact that I've been writing and creating and grinding and in the lab, like, so I have QT, so that's my calling card, and that gets me in the door. So like, oh, you want to talk? Oh, you like QT? Oh, you want to buy QT? You know, you want to, oh, great. Um, well, what else do you have? Like, I have it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's super cool. You're almost like your own like network, you know what I mean? Of like different things that you got going on. Um, yeah, that's what I'm praying for. And that's why I changed my relationship with networking and, and working. Instead of networking, I've been working. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely a powerful like message. I, I think that's really dope. Um, going back to the show, um, what are, you know, you also mentioned like, um, possibilities of selling it or, or, you know, doing whatever with it. What, are what, what's like your ideal, um, thing that you would want to happen with the show? Would you just want to, it to grow bigger and you own it hundred percent and you do it on your own? Would you want someone to pick it up? Like, you know, I love it. Even, and, and we're already in that process now of, you know, what we're doing with the show. Um, and for me, even like I told my rep, like, I want what's best for my team. Mm. So whatever ultimately is going to be the best deal, be it a network, be it building a network, be it whatever the the sky's the limit, whatever is going to make sure my team is um, taken care of, you know, for all all that they're, they've been to it. Um, And that will position us all just for better opportunities. That's, that's the goal. You know what I mean? So we're just seeing how, let let God have his way. He gave it to me. So like, yeah, I'm just excited. But we're literally in those in that process right now. So I'm super excited to see the opportunities that are presenting itself. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and something else that I wanted to ask, we've both been kind of like mentioning, um, you know, the, the just want, just rooting for everybody Black, you know what I mean? And, and, and I think, that, that's that's always important but you know part of that comes with the different challenges that that come from you know being you know a black person in in in, in an entertainment industry so I'm wondering like what are what are some things that you feel like that you've seen are wrong or that you've had to like you know navigate in this space as a, as a you know a black woman you know what I mean like, oh that's a great question right now the at the top of mind is lack of unity. You know what I mean? Like we, there's not enough of us. Now there are some of us, but there's not nearly enough of us that um, reach back. Like as soon as I get through the door, like I'm not going to close the door behind me. Like I'm going to, you know, bring the next one in so that like, that's how you truly get anything done. And I, I noticed this, even for me, it was important to me that as i um, as opportunity started to open itself up for me that my reps have to be black. Like, I'm sorry. Like I, I, I apologize, but I felt like even finding an attorney or an agent or anything, um, most want to represent, uh, talent that are already on, like they will certainly love to get a meeting with 
Taraji or Issa or Gabrielle or any of the other amazing black queens that we all know and love household names. But, you know, I would find myself getting emailed basically like flat out, like, no, um, I'm not really interested in taking on somebody I don't really know about or be, or just ignore it altogether. So like, how, how does that work? But then when I get famous and I get like successful, if I have a white rep, then I'm frowned upon like, oh, she's a sister and she ain't get, you know, she ain't give another sister a chance. So unity is like the, the biggest thing that I see. And same thing, like even with the, the producers or content creators, like we don't do enough collaborations. And I get it. It's super hard because we we all have our own thing and who doesn't want to push their stuff forward? You know what I mean? Like if I have a choice, if I am collaborating with me and the next guy, like, of course, I want my team to, you know, but until we can figure out that dance and make sure that we all can do it, um, it's going to hold us back. So unity is the biggest thing because I can't even begin to, I haven't, um, we already, I don't expect anything from anybody that's not black. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm not crushed by how hard it is, uh, the racial uh, inequality and lack of diversity. Like that's old news. I grew up, like even when I try to get my kids to watch what I grew up watching, like, I mean, it's not very many black shows. Okay, y'all finished um, Family Matters. Uh, Okay, did you see Fresh Prince? Martin, did you, you know what I mean? Like, but other than that, it's step by step and saved by the bell. And it's, you know, like I can go on and on and on about all the white shows that had one zero to one black character in it. Yeah. So I'm not hurt by that anymore, but I am hurt by the fact of how, of how hard it is to get uh, black people to unite um, and, and even watch the show. Like, you know, that is always the most, anyone that, that is starting a business or a brand or a show, like when you're initially appealing to your uh, your your network, like the fact that um, you are very slim to and unlikely to gain like viral success from just appealing to to your um, networks is heartbreaking. You know what I mean? So again, yeah. all of my gripes are like within the community, and that's sad. But the same people without asking, okay, so so you dropping a mixtape, you know what I mean? They they will share Jay-Z or, or Drake videos like all day without even thinking about it, but won't share their actual cousins or, you know, homie or friend or even Facebook connection. Like, and I think that that, that kind of sucks. No, nah, you're talking... You're about to make me go on a rant, but I'm not going to. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you hopefully speak for me. But um, no, nah, you're you're speaking facts. Like I, I feel like, you know, as someone who 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 often has like a lot of you know things going on, like and often like supports, you know what I mean, like people that, uh, as much as I can. Like watching that like play out is like it's like it blows my mind. Like like you can see someone mm-hmm. starting just a a, a simple business. All you have to do is like, you'll see like, oh, can, like, can y'all go follow this page? You just got to follow the page. But, and then you'll see like 20 followers it, out two of- Two minutes. It's crazy. Like, it's, it's crazy how-, how the But when you get support. on, when you get on, then they're like, 
oh yeah like that's when they that's where people get it twisted like you want to get in with someone on the ground up we always right. want to do and i and i learned that when i went to abff american black film festival the for the first time and um was, was in the audience sitting on the panel i mean sitting sitting in the audience i was just thinking like how cool it is that now i'm on panels you know what i mean which yeah, is super yeah, yeah. but um so, but yeah, just sitting in the audience, listening to the panels and they're saying, um, it, it's your instinct and, and they get it. it. Isn't it cool? The funny thing, especially being in LA, like to go to like these industry things that have like panels with the top. Isn't it funny to see how um, they have ways to swerve uh, or curb uh, people that are trying to get on in contact with them? <laughs> <laughs> like that's one of my favorite things yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like so obviously yeah. out there and especially this was in miami so these aren't even hollywood people like i think out here we kind of know it's an unspoken thing like you know don't waste your time getting up on the panel asking tyler perry how you can get in contact with him to show him your yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like <laughs> not right, but right. out there they you know they got they uninformed selves up and they're like I think that it was from Mara Akil um and you know she politely was like you know I get it you know I get the instinct that the first thing you want to do is like kind of go you know to the top and like talk to that person but she was like you know the real power is in looking around you that person next to you is on the same level they hungry they're grinding like it is way more power than thinking that you're going to First of all, somehow get, I mean, now I'm paraphrasing, I'm not speaking for Mara, but um, way less realistic to think that you're going to get to the top executive of a multi-million dollar company that first of all has so many obligations to fulfill their, you know, contracts that they don't really have time to read your little, it could be the best thing ever, but right now in their grand scope of things, it's a little because they got, they need to do. So it's very unrealistic that you will pass up all these people that were hungry enough to pay $500 to get a, a name tag and a badge and, and network just like you. Talk to them. Like, what do you do? Oh, you shoot. Oh, I act. Oh, my God. You, your cousin does music. And that yeah, yeah. makes way more sense than to think that you're going to do that. Because, but that goes back to the whole family and friends that don't support. Because, yeah. Once you do make it, they want to, ooh, you know, can I do this? I want to go see with the Grammys. I want to go to the Grammys. Y'all want to do this, that, and the other. But, yo, you literally could not like a page when I got <laughs> the 300 threshold. Like, I couldn't get 300 people. Of all the people on my list, I couldn't get 300 people to say. Crazy. Tamika Briscoe's talented. You know what I mean? What do, you, what, do you, what do you think that, why do you think that's, why do you think that is? Like, what do you think, in your opinion, like, would be the reason for that? Think, couple things one i'm gonna give the benefit of the doubt and say some really just don't know how little it would take for them and how big it means to us you know what i mean like so especially in in a um situation where you're creative and you're targeting um your your audience your target audience is black like we tend to let other people tell us what's hot. So if we see something and it only has like a hundred views, we ain't gonna think that it could possibly be hot. So it's already like turned away before you can even do it because nobody's watching it. So I think that they don't realize how something so small is, you know, it can be so big. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, um, 
some people are flat out haters. You know what I mean? They don't want to see you make or the old saying is right. like they want to see you do good, but they don't want to see you do better than them. So there's always that crabs in a barrel. Like that is part, sadly, part of our community. But I just don't think that that's the biggest um, heart. And then I guess the last reason that it will kind of fall in between and it will be kind of like they um, not like that they're hating, but they 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 don't believe. They just they don't believe mm. yet. You know, they you haven't made them a believer yet. Yeah. And it ain't enough other people said it was hot. Yeah, for them I to want to jump on the bandwagon. So <laughs> I try I try not to take it personal at this at, at this point. Like I feel like I feel like yeah. everything you're saying is 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 a hundred percent true. I feel like I try to like psych myself out to be like, you know what I mean? Like all right, I'll 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 wait for them. You know what I mean? Like you know, yeah. it might not be here now, so I, I try to turn it back on myself. Like you know what I mean? I can't be greedy and want everyone. So and everyone that has walked the journey that we're walking has experienced that, and you're going to find your biggest supporters don't know you. Yeah. Yep, and that is Crazy. where the thing that we hate doing so much, which is networking. That is where networking comes into to play because you will find people that will ride for you. I mean, look how you reached out to me. You know, I have friends that have podcasts or whatever, and, you know, some have not even offered to say, hey, you know, you want to come talk about the show, such and such. It's going to be the people that, you know, unfortunately aren't the ones that you think you're closest with that that comes through for you and that root for you. Yeah. That's just the sad way yeah. that it is. And part of that um, that I will tie into that is that we have huge dreams, like, and the average person doesn't have that dream, so they can't understand it. So when you don't That's, understand- Yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah, when you don't understand something, you don't understand it, you really can only operate at your capacity. So if you don't have dreams, how am I be rooting you on? If I don't have dreams, how am I rooting you on for your dreams? Like, I don't know what it's like to be a dreamer. Like, yeah, I mean, you're talking about you're you're talking about possibly like creating your own network. Most people don't even people hear that. They're just like, yeah. Wow. Like, how you do that? why can't you just go and see? I mean, oh, my God. And it's so funny. I love people that are not of the, the industry because they think it's so. Why don't you just send yourself to Tyler Perry? I know <laughs> you'll be so cute and well-meaning. Like, and they have yeah, no yeah. idea how hard, like, how. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Let me get on that. Let me just Google what's the address. And let me just certainly go and get right, right back <laughs> to me himself right away. Not saying it's impossible, because yeah, all yeah. things are possible, but it's just funny how easy they make it sound. Right, right. Um, so but I wanna... what I will say is, Tyler already gave yeah. us a blueprint, so you shouldn't have to do nothing to Tyler Perry. He gave you a blueprint and That's talks about like... it every chance. And social media makes it so easy to find everybody's blueprint. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's out there. It's It's out there. It's not hoard. You know, because some people do tend to hoard information and resources and, you know, things like that. But no, like, the blueprint, if you watch films, watch the credits. Okay, who who shot this? Who wrote it? Who who got them coffee? Like, try to get in contact with some of those people. And you'll at least... Uh, one step closer, you know somebody that was at least in the room, and they can tell you like, "Oh yeah, nah." They 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 never read uh, people stuff, mm. or actually, hey, he actually loves stuff like that. You, you you know, let me like you know, it's so anything that you're going to go to the top and have any tangible results. Yeah, has there been anyone um, like 
you know, that you can name that's been like, whether they're bigger or not, that's been like, you know what I mean? Like one of your bigger supporters, like someone that's like, you know, pushed you or helped you along the way that you can really like, you know, speak to? Oh, I'm blessed. Oh, it's ridiculous. Like I truly, I'm not even trying to be funny by saying I couldn't even name everyone, but Team TB, like my inner circle don't play. So oh, that's dope. We got see it go up and it got five likes. I can tell you where they came from. You know what I mean? Like so, um, so in terms of like a, a huge perspective, I would say not yet, but you know, the conversations are um, underway and yeah, great things are I have every I'm excited about the possibilities that are unfolding. But in the meantime, I'm just thankful I have everybody I need like in-house already, like, you know. Even my best friend don't even have marketing experience, but she has become the vice president of marketing because she going to share it. She going, you know, (laughs) she kind of like, like how, how, like, for instance, if this was my uh, show, I would, I would be careful about some of the things that I'm saying, like, you know, to not alienate my friends and supporters, like y'all don't even host, y'all ain't, y'all probably didn't even watch it right now. Like I wouldn't do that for my show, but I can say it. So like, she does that for me. Like it takes two seconds to like the page, y'all. Like you know, y'all like you know. I don't, I don't ask her to say that, but yeah. <laughs> but my yeah, my rivals are ridiculous, and and I I'm thankful, and I just can't wait to that day that we all can really just celebrate like success, whatever success looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that, that's what's up. How are your kids? Are, are are your kids big supporters too? Oh, they're amazing, and I thank God because yeah, I would if my kids weren't um entertainers and and wanting this just as badly as I do it it would take so much time from them but they're they're helping me like and they're helping they're at table reads and they're you know what I mean they're just excited they pitch ideas some of my most outlandish stories that I never even considered I give her my 10 year old daughter she's like hey together i'm like they don't even have any you know what actually that probably would be kind of wild <laughs> to put them together you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. so it's kind of cool yeah <laughs> no that's dope how, how old are your kids 10 and 16 oh okay that's dope. Yeah, my have they all... and my daughter's so that's always great like yeah 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 huge help you know no that's cool i was gonna ask how are they um Cause you said they, they're kind of getting into the industry as well. Like, have they been having like, you know, some good experiences so far? Yeah, they have like, again, especially, um, I'm fortunate in that I'm usually not very many single moms move to Hollywood. So most of my friends, if they need kids, it's like, Hey, I got this, uh, you know, for a kid, you know, and I'm like the only one they know with kids. So that gives them work. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. um but they just love it and they're really good at it and they really work at it they're real professionals like you know my daughter is literally if she's not now she's supposed to be working on her script and being off book because she has to shoot uh this weekend so but they get it and they take it so seriously and I'm thankful because yeah I would feel so guilty as a mom if because of what I do take so much time. Like I always have to be writing or meeting or doing something. But when you can be part of the process, it feels good. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Uh, so yeah, also you mentioned on um, 
you know, when we were talking about setting this up, you mentioned that you were you were starting to shoot again. How's yep, that going? Man. Like you're starting season two? Yeah, we start. Um, yep, tomorrow's the first day of official shooting. Um, but we're shooting this weekend, and it's amazing. We already had our table read. Um, we've already had rehearsals. We're ready to go. We're ready to roll. Bringing some really cool content that I'm so excited about. Like. And especially now that the world, like, if you look towards the beginning when we first yeah. started QT, very like Zoom, FaceTime exclusive. But then towards yeah. the things started to open up a little more safely, we were able to take a little more. And we and we keep uh, monitoring the situation and making sure we're uh, making sure everybody's safe. And but we're able to do cooler stuff. And when I tell you, we have some super cool stuff like about to pop off this season. Oh, and I'm still don't just that's you know what I mean? I'm excited. Yeah. That's far. What 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 do you what would you say is like your um I know you, you mentioned that like your your characters are kind of inspired by different parts of your personality. What like what what's inspired like the, the the story so far? Like what do you what would you think or what would you cite as like you know what I mean? Like, oh this moment, like is it like a bunch of little moments together or is it um, yeah, I can tell you some that may stand out. Like in the first episode, like I always just think of how funny it is for me. Like even um, if I did, if I was like to have a virtual date and actually I did have a virtual date now that I think about it. Um, <laughs> but um, I would do exactly what Janelle did, like per shower, perfume. And you would think that I'm heading out to a club somewhere, but I'm literally yeah. only going to my living room for a virtual date. But I can imagine that the average guy would very much like Aaron just throw a shirt on, you know what I mean? If even that. So I want yeah. to just kind of show the contrast of how women are and how they are very generally thoughtful about all the details and how guys are just go with the flow like, hey, let's yeah. do it. So um, those are the kind of kind of. And same thing with the character of Nicole initially. Um, it goes back to what I was saying about the corporate experience. Um, so, you know, she wanted, wants to be an actress, but she was a teacher in the meantime. So she never took her teaching job seriously. So she's always showing up late to work and she's always, you know, just she's not engaged in that because that's not what she want to do, even though it's the most meaningful work in the world for somebody else. For her, she's not trying to be there. Like, that's not what she want to do. So even though it's a great and wonderful gesture, that's not what she's trying to do. So um, a little bit of that um, came through. And um, I'm always just, and, and the whole dating and relationship, uh, before I even started, like, writing things that I put out, I've, I've always had, like, a blog or a podcast um, where I talk about dating and relationship issues um, because... My dating history is hilarious. So some of the things that I've encountered by either personal experiences or talking to so many people about dating and relationships is kind of where I got the inspiration from with uh, Dale and her turning the lights out. And, mm. you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like that kind of guy. Just the bad guy, but everybody loves him anyway. So those kind of things. What is there? Is there any... Uh, uh real personal experience with like someone like shooting their shot at a customer service agent is that like a real thing that you <laughs> oh gosh yes I always I mean <laughs> but I think yes I've certainly been hit on with customer service uh but I would never like 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've had those kind of jobs, and the guy would definitely try to. I've had it both ways. I could be uh, the client and the oh, you that's stuff. crazy. So yeah, those are the kind of things. And the I last, thought that, I thought that scene was super. I thought that was like a super dope, like like scene in general. Like I, I don't think I've ever seen that. Like like played out. My knowledge, yeah, yeah. But that was dope. I really like that. And that's pretty much a rule that I have in my writers' room. Whenever I do have a writers' room, and I kind of somewhat have a writers' room. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I don't. I try to stay away from things that you've seen done and done and done and done. Like, yeah, yeah. what are some cool? That's the cool thing. I can't wait to have a a big writers' room because it'll be more experiences. Like, we'll talk about our dating history, and then like, oh my gosh, we gotta write that in. We gotta write that yeah, in. Yeah, for like, sure. It's so. Sure. Fun. Like I, I truly just enjoy these things. And obviously, if you didn't get a, a, a whiff of how I couldn't even turn it off, like the characters, both Dana Andrew, her husband, um, are super woke. And I, you know, I don't want to say I'm super woke. I think that's so like overdone. But yeah. I'm definitely about my people. Yeah. And no, so I love those that. Are important for me to write. And, you know, they have a couple where one is super extreme and the other is feeling it. But first of all, he's had, um, pri- he prior only dated white girls. So yeah. this is kind of new to him. And he's still young and, and living his life, drinking, like just trying to figure it out. But he's still about his people. So I think it shows different levels of wokeness. Like you don't always have to be the militant super, you know, to, or, or even um, have been, so, you know, grew up in the hood to be woke or about your people. So I like to just talk. I mean, because people, that's why we get shot in the streets. They think they they have one perception of black, blacks. Like we're just all one way. And yeah. we're wrong. Yeah, no, black people are so, so, you know what I mean? Like there's so much of the spectrum that that black people like inhabit, you know what I mean? And it's-, it's Yes, and I try to and, show that for sure. Yeah. And I and I think you you've done a really good job. Um, what what what's your favorite you know moment from from season one? Um, my favorite moment from season one. Okay, I have I, I have story ones, and then I have like cinematic ones. So okay. story wise, I love when um, Nicole went bad. Nicole mm. when she became the villain because yeah. we took her from being. Like just this quirky, always late, not focused to flat out black male. And I think that, yeah. that was cool. I liked how she looked like her. The mood was dark. I think, you know, my DP did a great job of capturing that. Um, and then, uh, and, and the reason why that was such a cool moment is because everything from that, like, so even the interactions, like with her and Janelle, when when they were like going back and forth, uh, supposed to be in a professional setting, but they're like taking shots at each other about who dressed up for the party and didn't, you know what I mean? As well yeah, yeah, as yeah. Um, what else? When um, oh, and then just the the lady, the, the season finale, like just the shade, like being thrown back and forth, like that's when Nicole really changed, <laughs> and she went wow, from. Oh, I, I like those kind of surprises, um, and cinematically. I like um, the the montage of Drew at the pool and uh, playing the golf and and stuff like that oh. because that's when between when Tony first went to the pool party in episode six and and yeah. that stuff that became we became a real show like it wasn't yeah 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 
signs and zooms like we really have real footage of people doing real things and that kind of made me excited to start yeah. yeah man that's so it's so dope what you what you've been able to do in this short quarantine you know what i mean like i feel like like i don't think i've seen too many like shows that weren't like podcasts and even those i think kind of took a break to quarantine so yeah, yeah, I have a lot of I have a, I know, like you're right there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're right. You're right. But I think it's also no. I, I guess I can't understand because mentally quarantine, everybody's dealing with it differently. And I think um with season two, we want to get more into that. Like mm. we're getting restless, and you see, we got into kind of tests and things like that. So that's why I like the idea that we're we're doing it now. You know what I mean? Like it's playing out because the world is happening now. So it'll be cool to kind of just have something that just is locked in history that kind of showed some of the things that were happening for black people during that time. You know what yeah. I mean? In a way that doesn't bore you. You know what I mean? Like you're if you can get into the story, you're you'll pick up on some stuff that was really going on. Like quarantine personalities. Um I love it. But yeah, I I couldn't the cast is just amazing. Like these characters are so dope uh Camry the actress that plays Janelle like she has just mm -hmm. been phenomenal like a drop of a dime like, like she has pages and pages of dialogue like that she has through different scenes and you know like as the lead and she shows up and it's so likable and you root for her regardless like you don't really care who she's with if she's with Aaron if she's with Dale you just you're happy for her because she has laid, and she's not perfect. And I didn't write her to be yeah. perfect. So I think like that's the yeah, yeah. I identify with most because yeah, you can be a good woman and not be perfect. You still have so many mistakes to make. Um, but I love, I, there's so much of me that I write into that character because yeah, it's funny. Especially like I said, her relationship with her best friend and how different they are. And it's yeah. kind of preachy sometimes. Like I really try not to, but I know I. <laughs> I do. Right. And I will turn up like how she turns up on Dale, you know what I mean? But still, uh, yeah. the, you know, it just depends on, so like Janelle is like the perfect example of. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think, I think you, you, and, and I, yeah, I think Janelle is like a really, a really good, like just main character. Like she's not too like, you know what I mean? Like on yeah. either side of, of, yep. of the spectrum. So. Yeah. yeah, and everyone everyone seems really like everyone's like in there fits well in their character. You know what I mean? Like, and I love like the little details. Like, um, uh, yeah, it is Dale who uh, he always has like a, a sports uh, shirt on. Yeah, like, I'm glad love, you I, noticed that. I love stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I'm glad you noticed that. And yeah. um, in the full circle, and I put those little touches in it. So, you know, not to give the story away, but if you're really paying attention, pay attention to episode one and the jersey that he's wearing, and then pay attention to the final scene on episode 10 of okay. the season finale. Okay. So okay, on episode one, when they're arguing about the bill, and then go look at the very last scene on episode 10. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I love that. I love, and so like, like those touches are there. And I think that's why I think that's why I kind of like I gravitate towards it, too, because like as a writer, you know, what I mean, myself, like I think I, I look for like a little bit of underlying stuff of like 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 I like I like Easter eggs, you know what I mean? Like 
So like when there's like little stuff like that, like you're saying that have like payoffs yeah. and just like paying attention a little bit more. You know what I mean? I always love to see stuff yeah. like that. Um, well, that's when you go from writer to director. And that is that was a leap for me. Like that, honestly, I got held up in the merry-go-round of not getting things done because of never trusting myself to direct. And now that's the most outlandish thing. Like that's, I'm almost, I mean, I'm a born writer, so I don't think I'll ever quite say that I love something as much as writing, but I, I, I mean, directing is very close to it. Like it's writing. It is, it's a different, because even when I write a script, I, the, the script that I write is not the script that I direct. Like I have to go back and look like, okay, yeah. so I hope that you're going to be doing this, but okay, what other thing? Okay, what will I have you do? Okay, you'll you'll cook, okay, and you stir the chili and make sure you have the the seasonings out and make sure, like a writer doesn't necessarily have to get that involved. You're not even, and you're not even really supposed to, because I, I took a couple of um, uh, screenwriting mm -hmm. classes in college and you're not even supposed to, like, as a writer, you're not supposed to do that. It's like two no, very separate things. Like, yeah, they are kind of like, you're like, like Pete, like the director will look at you like as a control freak or like a like a yeah excuse my language yeah. but like an asshole it's if you try to control like that part of it yeah and and as a rookie because it's like everyone knows you're not supposed to do that yeah and it's in my head that I don't even do it when I write my own script like I literally I look at it from a director director's perspective after the script is out after the table read. That's when I start making my choices about, okay, this is what we're going to do. And um, that's another thing. Like, and I think more people should do that because as long as you have a good DP, you can't go wrong. Mm. I've learned so helps. much. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I've just said I learned so much about directing by having just a strong DP that, you know, I can start to think like, okay, Julio won't like this or Julio's going to say, <laughs> you know, do this or, you know, so then I, and, and I know, so I'm, I'm strengthening that muscle for myself so that one day I'll be able to do it all. I can DP one day, one day. Yeah, I'm, for sure. Got a lot of for sure. Learn, but, you know, I'm learning it though. And, and even this season, I've taken some, some of those shots were creatively mine. And I think those are the ones I'm always more excited about. Like it blows my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I shot this. Like I didn't say, Julio, how do I hold the game? Like I did it. And like, those are the things. Oh, nice. But it's from everything I've learned from doing so many episodes with him. And he's saying, this is how you do it. Never have it straight on or never have it too centered or, you know, like, so my, my, my muscle is being strengthened and that's really cool. We're learning from each other. That's dope. Yeah. You're definitely like seeing the growth. Um, with that said, uh, as we like, you know, start to wrap up here, um, I have like a two, twofold question sure. as a, as a, I want to know as a writer and, and, and just like as a writer on like a technical level, I guess, and just a person in like the entertainment industry, uh -huh. um, you know, what's some advice that you would give to someone who's like up and coming, right? Like whether it's like process um for for like the, the writer on the technical side or just like you know um networking for someone in the industry what what type of advice would you give for an upcoming oh, that's person a great question thank you for that my first thing is write like i you i mean i think that that goes without saying but no somebody need to tell my black behind that when i first moved here in 2014 
Like I literally just wanted to start with networking and you got to think about networking like this. Even if, I mean, it, it, the, the equivalent of networking when you don't have a script and you call yourself a writer and you're stuck in this aspiring phase, um, that is the equivalent of a man asking a woman out and don't have any money or no ideas of what he can do for free. You just want to, you just want her number. You just want to have her just to have, like, what are you going to do with her? You don't know where to take her. You know what I mean? You don't have your own crib. You don't have, you know what I mean? Like that is the equivalent of networking when you don't have anything to show for your skills. Mm. So the first thing to a writer is you have to write and make it good because as much as um, about the lack of support, like you have to put out a quality product. Like you can't just expect people to, push you forward or support you just because you're black. Like I'm not gonna do not gonna buy some um scarf and it, the threads are falling out just because you're black. Like you we have a responsibility as the creators to make sure that it is quality as well. But then yes, if it's quality, then yes, I will support you just because you're black. You're at least get my attention just because you're black. And then you know we'll go from there. So, um, so yeah, my first and, and most important thing, because we have nothing to talk about if you're a writer and you you have nothing to show for it. Right. To that end, don't, so you write, first thing is write, but don't expect perfection. How I got my first script done, it was three, four days before my birthday um, in 2016. So that means I was in LA two years with no project no completed scripts. A writer since age 10, I had no completed script, moved my two kids with every our, all of our earthly belongings that we can fit in two suitcases each and fly free on Southwest and a carry-on. That's all, we did that and we moved out here and we, we grind it. But then I kind of came into survival and just having to get corporate jobs or whatever I had to do to so yeah, I sat in LA with, without a, for two years with no script. Um, so to that end, in order to get a script, my birthday was coming up and I refused to not be a Hollywood writer. I moved here two years ago to be a Hollywood writer and I still ain't got nothing. So I'm gonna lock myself in my room until my birthday and I'm not coming out until I'm a Hollywood writer with a finished script. So I literally, on my, I, I, I'm the type of person in terms of process, which you mentioned, I'm a whiteboarder. Uh, person like gotta have everything yeah. in front of me even with every episode of QT I started on the whiteboard just beat it out like this is gonna happen so what I did was okay according to all of my screenwriting books um, uh, uh, screenplay uh, for a feature film is 120 pages so I put 120 pages so I just did 30 of 120 60 of 120 like all for four days so each day I, I completed 30 on one day. I did probably like 34. So I was, so by the last day I was a little ahead. And by the fourth day I had 120 pages and guess what? I had it. Was it the perfect draft that it is today? Well, I ain't gonna say it's perfect today, but I'm just saying, is it the draft that I have today? No, but it was 120 pages of a full story with beginning, middle and end. Were there typos? Absolutely. But guess what? You go and fix typos. I have a script. And to yeah. this day, it's a viable, dope script that we just literally, in fact, that's what I was going to adapt into my stage July. So write, 
get it done. Don't, even if it's not perfect, it needs to be done. And I mean, those are the, the, the best piece of advice that I can give you because networking and all that, that is important, but not as important as working. Yeah. Slow motion, better than no motion. Have something to show for. Facts. Otherwise, like, yeah, yeah. even if you do network, if, if I meet you in a networking thing and you literally, oh, I'm trying to be, I want to be, like, I mean, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's somebody that's that you're going to be beating down that door to work with. Like, yeah, you can probably be cool. And certainly, yes, you will get there. But hit me when you get there. Let me know yeah. when you you get it done you know what i mean like you're useless to others if you're stuck in a state of i'm trying to be i want to be and especially okay you want to be how long you've been wanting to do it five years this conversation <laughs> you know what i mean like with right. anybody like so do the work before you worry about you know proving to the next one or linking with the next one like because nobody's trying no. to hit this lane they're, they're their wagon to something that don't seem to be going nowhere. So yeah, you ain't got to be out in these streets that bad. Like get there when you have something to show for it. And then, yeah. Hey, what do I got? I do this or, you know, I do that. I have a podcast. Like, you know, shout out to you, like for doing this, like and offering this platform and having these conversations because we all grow from this kind of dialogue and, and people out there listening will grow. And when I get back on social media, I'll definitely share it, you know. Awesome. Well, with that said, thank you so much for for your time to me because that was great advice. You know what I mean? I think, um, yeah, just starting somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and 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 having someone something to show for is is definitely like the ultimate uh, uh, flex on your resume. So, yeah, no, I love that. Um, like I said, I appreciate you so much for for you know what I mean, joining me and having this conversation. I learned a lot. I'm excited for for season two. Um, when, when do you think that would, that'll be like, that'll be Available. episode one will be done. Yeah. Um, well, generally they're done pretty fast, but like I said, because we're kind of in the middle of seeing what we're going to do ultimately with the series, yeah, um, yeah. we're, um, not really, uh, promoting a premiere date because first of all, we need at season one, we still need eyes on season one guys. Yeah. Even up until everything is final, we need to make season one look like a raven success so that, you know, season two will continue to be a thing. But we are in the lab getting ready for it. We just don't have a, a, a release uh, information yet. Got you. Well, whenever you, whenever, whenever it does drop, you know what I mean? We'll, I'll make sure to support it as much as I can. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, of course. Where can, where can people, uh, you know, find you and support the show and everything? Absolutely. Um, definitely. Please check out the show and let us know what you think in the comments. Hit me up. Um, but it's on YouTube, uh, www.youtube.com backslash QT series. Um, and then you can find us on Instagram, same thing, at QT series, um, at Tamika Briscoe, T-A-M-I-E-K-A-B-R-I-S-C-O-E. Taking a, a short break, but Maybe next week or a little later. I don't know. However long it takes me to get same thing. I'm in the same process. I'm locking yeah. myself in and I ain't coming out. So I got a, a season two hit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I feel it. 
I'm going through. So I told I, I logged off that it's gonna be at least a week, but I'm loving yeah. it. I'm I'm loving it all time. I feel that. No, that's dope. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that. I'm gonna look into to doing something like that. I don't know if I have as much uh uh conviction as you to to be off completely for a week, but I'll I'll try my best for sure. Um but yeah, no, make you sure should. make sure. <laughs> have, you, have you seen have you watched the social dilemma yet? No. Have you I'm, watched it on Netflix, The Social Dilemma yet? I've been hearing about yeah, it. I, yeah. I, I, I and it's to. I just watched it last night because I, so I deleted it. I tried to watch it the other day, but I was too busy on social media and my phone. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotta get a you know, I, and obviously for what we do, it's hard to be off like we it's no way around having to use it. You gotta promote your brand and you gotta connect with people and you have to, you know what I mean? But you gotta change your relationship with social media. Yeah, and use it for, for sure. what it's trying to use. You know what I mean? <laughs> for sure, for sure. But, but yeah, well, Tamika, like I said, it was great talking to you. Um, we'll definitely stay in touch. I'm, I'm glad that we've been able to stay in touch, you know what I mean, from yeah. our first. From our first meeting, I think that's that's super dope. That is dope because we get cards or we we meet people and we just never follow up. Yeah, never follow up. But I'm glad that you know there are some people from that from that event that I've been able to keep in contact with. You being one of them. Um, yeah. With that said, thank you all for for listening to an, uh, another episode of Behind the Scenes. Um, you can follow us at Instagram.com backslash We See You Fam, and also follow us at We See You Fam.com. Uh, for more episodes of this series and others and you know when Tamika drops season two maybe we'll we'll double back and, and you know talk about the, the next season finale or talk about the show the next season finale so uh, look forward to that um, yeah Tamika it's great talking to you and you know, we'll talk soon very much looking forward to it thanks for the watching guys